Hello and welcome to episode three of the Vague Podcast. This is going to be a lot different than the uh, previous two because I'm by myself today. Uh, basically, as I, if you listen to episode two, kind of talked about how ideally each week I'd bring on a different guest, but unfortunately that's not always going to be possible, especially this time of year where people are busy and such. So today I decided to do a mini well, ideally mini, I don't know how long it's actually going to be, but ideally mini episode where I just talk about my favourite music of the year, really. So I'm just to uh, get something out each week and kind of talk about something I'm really passionate about, I guess. But I basically, at the end of every year, I always try and like put together all the new music I've listened to and kind of decide my, what my favorites were you know what i went back to the most and that kind of thing um so what i've done on my notes is i've got a a rough top five albums and then a bunch of like honorable mentions i guess so what i'm gonna do is go firstly i'll go through my honorable mentions just kind of talking about the these albums that i listened to and i really liked but you know maybe not why they're quite top why they uh, basically i couldn't be bothered to rank like 30 albums or whatever so i was like i'll just put the ones i really like in this honorable mention section and then i've just done the top five which was i think i'm gonna change even from when i wrote it down anyway but that's gonna be rough um so i, I might change it while i'm talking or whatever but that doesn't matter I'm going to cut this up. It'll probably be, hopefully, a lot more, uh, I guess, quick and kind of more edited than a usual podcast thing. So I guess it's kind of like a, I think I'm trying, I'm imagining it like a YouTube review or a YouTube video or someone going over their top albums of the year or whatever like that. But instead I'm doing it in a podcast format. So, to begin my honourable mentions... Which, just to clarify, are basically albums I really liked. I've listened to a fair bit. Um, obviously, there's a big variation here, but I'll, I'll go through them. I'm just going to go through them in the order I wrote them down. Nothing particular about this order. It's just the order I remember them in, really. So, number one, Pusha T and It's Almost Dry. Uh, great album. Came out early in the year, if I remember correctly. Pusha T back with some classic coke rap with some obviously half of this album is produced by Kanye West and the other half by Pharrell so it's I guess in comparison to the, his previous release um which was obviously fully by Kanye for um oh my gosh what was the album called game no not games <laughs> oh that's embarrassing but you, whatever his previous one was that was amazing and this one wasn't quite as good because it was kind of I guess the variation in production kind of, I don't know, it kind of, it lost me at points. You got the tracks with like, um, Louise Vert and Don Tolliver, I think it was, but like, yeah, a couple of those, which, yeah, all right. But there was some good highlights on the track, like the last one with, um, Labyrinth and I can't remember who else. And then obviously you got like the singles, um, like Hear Me, Hear Me Clearly. I can't remember if that was actually on his album or on the, uh, Nigo album. I can't remember. But either way, great album. I didn't revisit it loads, but um, there's a couple singular tracks on here that I really, really liked. 
Next, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Obviously a highly anticipated release. I'm not a gigantic Kendrick fan, so I wasn't really sure where I was going to sit with this. Obviously the Heart Part 5 came out pre-album release and that was incredible track and if if it somehow fitted in officially on this album um then it would have easily been one of the best tracks but as an album as a whole pretty good um i mean my favorite kendrick album is good kid mad city and the rest are kind of like meh for me i don't like love them too loads or they're not awful but it's just not for me but this album was you know i've, I've replayed it a fair amount You've got tracks like um, Father Time, easily one of my favourite songs of the year. Incredible, obviously, Sampha features. Oh, that's just going to... How can you not love a Sampha feature? Um, obviously, what he talks about in this whole album is is incredible, but there was just so many tracks, and a lot of it kind of killed the replay value, I guess. Like I, I think when I made my playlist for this album, I, I had to remove a couple tracks because it just wasn't... I don't know didn't it didn't really sit with me well so i had to remove a couple and that's not always a great sign but regardless really enjoyed this one denzel curry melt my eyes see your future another highly anticipated album after his last release zoo which i can't remember when that came out but i wasn't a big fan of that obviously before that you had taboo which was incredible album a lovely variation of sounds on that and his i guess there was a i guess it was partially concept because he had he done it in the three discs of i think it was black gray and white or something like that or dark mixed light something i can't remember what it was but that was a wonderful first album from him and then coming into this i was expecting a completely different sound and i i was not um I was not wrong because this is a real mixture and I mean every song of this is amazing I'd say but it just wasn't I went back to it a fair few times really liked I'm trying to think what songs I really like from now obviously Walking came out as a single replayed the hell out of that even before the album came out um, T-Pain track I can't remember what it's called amazing um the final track the ills i believe incredible track maybe my favorite off the album not sure but it was just a i know it was, it was an album that really cemented denzel in the current state of hip-hop and but yeah great album didn't revisit it too much but definitely deserves an honorable mention then we have beach house once twice melody this came out very early in the year and the reason I remember is because this is one of the few albums that I kind of had on repeat for the first like four months of the year before lots of other mu- other music started dropping and I I mean I'm a, I'm a big Beach House fan this one I, I really rinsed it dry I, lo- I listened to it so much I can't really go back and listen to it anymore um, obviously the length of it is is a big problem I can't remember how many obviously they split into like four discs I think but like there's a lot of tracks there and it starts out really strong like the first whew, the first four tracks 
He's some of my favorite. Obviously, you've got some great ones further down, but um, those like first four are like the high, and then it starts to dwindle a bit. But it's kind of hard to say because, as I said, I really rinse this one dry. I listen to it so much that it's hard to revisit it too often. But when I do, it's always a a, a lovely, a lovely experience. And although it's not as quite as good as their previous albums, especially the early ones, it's uh, still a great listen. Then we have Alt-J, The Dream. Another one of these early albums um, that I was listening to a lot early in the year, especially when there wasn't many new hip-hop releases that I was a fan of early in the year. So I was kind of going through this, I guess, stage of listening to new genres I didn't listen to very often. Um, Unlike Beach House, with Beach House, I mean, I was listening... I started listening to them this year i'd say maybe a little bit last year but i really started to listen to all their work after once twice melody uh whereas with alt j i have listened to most of their stuff um the past few albums i've listened to on release been a mixed bag but it's always been the type of music that i just enjoy to have on the background add to my playlist but not necessarily visit the albums on their own um but this album was one that I listened to a lot early in the year. Although I would say overall it's mediocre to decent. There was a few highlight tracks I really love, like Get Better is a real tearjerker and it could really, every time I listen to it, it could probably get me crying, but it's a beautiful track. And then you have um, the second to last track. Uh, second to last track losing my mind i love the beginning of that track um like yeah that one um get better philadelphia and chicago both all wonderful tracks happier when you're gone love them basically the highs on this album kind of balance it out for me and the, it fixes the kind of lack of consistency but yeah i really enjoyed listening to this one over and over as an album and I, I do actually revisit it a fair bit so yep there's that one then we have the weekend dawn fm very very early in the year release for this one i think it was like first week of january i think something like that pretty i was pretty hyped after this one because of i i hadn't really listened to much of the weekend before after hours and i really loved the album so going on to this for this release I, I had high expectations and i really did enjoy it it was obviously a, we were in a new era of sound for this one in comparison to our after hours but i still think he hit the mark and he, he accomplished what he was trying to do and the sound is enjoyable it's very easy to listen to most of the time you, you obviously have all the big um the big radio hits that were still amazing regardless of how many times I've played on the radio and there's only a few really weak tracks here um but yeah it's very enjoyable listening I don't go back to it too often but it's a it's a good pick-me-up album I can definitely say that then in a completely different direction Lupe Fiasco Drill Music in Zion a unexpected album to say the least i can't i can't remember exactly what the rollout for this was like but pretty much to give context hip-hop album by <sighs> lyrical extraordinaire it's lupe fiasco 
Uh, he, I believe he made this in 72 hours, I think, because originally he was like, oh, I'm going to make this in 48 hours, but he extended it by a day or whatever because he was tweeting a lot about it. Um, but this album came out this year. He kind of done it all in that amount of time with his MacBook and garage band on like a hundred pound USB mic from Amazon or something like that. And yeah, it's just, wow. What an album. Lyrical masterpiece and kind of going over these very um, hard to nail topics and might be a little, once you read, obviously it's going to be hard to consume on first listen, but like when you read into it, it might be a little hard to digest, but he's kind of talking about some real world issues here. And it, but it's, it's just a wonderful piece of art to listen to how he's rhyming and such it's truly incredible but didn't quite crack the top five unfortunately because of it's, it's short which is a big bonus very easy to go back and listen to but like once you familiarize yourself with it but it i guess it it didn't really have any standout tracks that i'd like if i had to go look at the album and choose one track I'm going to listen to it's not necessarily going to be obvious straight away I'll just have some time to think about it because none of them really stood out like that if that makes sense give you on give or take um I hadn't listened to much I guess my R&B and like what is it called neo soul no I don't know R&B regardless I didn't listen to too much of it Obviously, I'm a big Frank Ocean fan, so I listened to it there. And then a few other artists like Georgia Smith and who else am I thinking of? Um, oh, uh, Brent Fires, who his album isn't on this list because I was just, it was all right. Enjoyable few tracks, but don't really listen to it very often. Um, but yeah, I was like that I I listened to, but obviously my, my R&B um pool isn't very deep so i decided to give this Giveon album a listen i've never heard any of his work before i think i'd heard him on a few features here and there great voice but yeah the first track on this album really pulled me in it's just a beautiful beautiful album really i don't know i'm, <laughs> I'm trying to say too much about these because of, i've been going for like 16 minutes now and i'm not even on the uh the top five uh, I'm not even onto the top five, and I don't want to spend too much time on these. But yeah, great album. Black Midi, Hellfire. A definitely a type of music I've never really listened to until this year. Chaotic rock, post rock. I don't know what you call it. It's mental, regardless. Like the drumming is just amazing, and it's, the lyrics are obviously absurd and don't really don't really follow like a pattern like the singer's got a very strange accent on even though he's english but through all the chaos it's uh i guess it's kind of mesmerizing and once you get past the initial confusion it's i don't know it's, it's, there's some beauty to it it's a lovely mess of just sound and chaos and the the title hellfire i think is quite fitting especially considering kind of the concepts of a few of the songs on this one so yeah definitely worth a listen joey badass 2000 this was when did this come out this came out in july i was on holiday at the time when it came out so i got to 
listened to it for the first time in the hot sun, which was a big help. But I, oh, Joey's work, I've never been a huge fan. Really like 1999. Um, but what, All American Badass, and then I can't remember what else he's got. But I hadn't, I'm not really big listeners of those. So I wasn't really sure if I was going to fuck with this, but I, I really did. It, it felt more obviously more mature than 1999, whilst also kind of having more cleaner production, but it still, I don't know, it's, it still felt raw and really emotional, especially um, Survivor's Guilt, where the, I can't remember if it's the final track, second to last track, I think, where he's obviously talking about his um, lost friend, Capital Steez, and it's just a, a beautiful track over the year. Um, Sing About Me uh, drum loop, which is oh, just incredible. So yeah, that album, I think I, uh, I think it was close to my top five. Um, oh, I can do show, the track Show Me off that album, um, sampling a song by Men I Trust, beautiful song absolutely love it easily my favorite off the whole thing i could i've <laughs> i've listened to it way too many times on repeat um but yeah i guess a lot of the album was i guess the highs were just so high for me on that album the uh in between tracks were kind of hard to really live up to it i guess not really sure it's a it's horrible mention it doesn't fucking matter Next, Kenny Beats Louie. Um, for those who know, Kenny Beats is a popular producer, famous for his YouTube content, his streams, and also obviously working with some up and coming artists throughout the past like six years or so, or whatever. Great guy, makes funny videos, stuff like that. But uh, I guess he, had, I don't think he's really released much solo work, and this, I didn't know what to expect from it. I don't listen to too much instrumental stuff, especially not from like hip hop producers. But this is really beautiful, even if there are only a few features on the album, if I recall correctly, maybe a handful. Um the, basically the story is his father was diagnosed with a sort of cancer. I can't remember what I do apologize, but he wanted to kind of make this album um, in honor of him, and also his dad used to run like a a radio station, I believe. So it's kind of themed around that. Okay, and then my final honorable mention um, is Big Thief, Dragon New Warm Mountain. I believe in you. Basically, I obviously never heard of these guys before. I haven't listened to much kind of indie indie rock or I guess folk-ish music until this year. Um, but I heard about this album maybe mid... No, no, it's probably early in the year um, because of another album I'll talk about in a bit. And on my first listen, I kind of... I liked it, but I, I was the scenery or the context of listening wasn't really right so I couldn't really get a good feel for it and I forgot to like save it so basically the next time I listened to it was probably a month ago 
I think. So, and then on that revisit, I kind of got a better idea for it and I really did enjoy it. But it just hasn't quite been... I just haven't listened to it enough to really consider even putting it near the top five or get a better grasp of it but i really did like it from what i have listened to it and i just want to give it a quick shout out as well before i move on to anything else also i just want to say there are several albums that have probably come out within the last month or so that i have liked but it hasn't really been enough time to really consider putting them anywhere on this on this weird list um obviously the main one to mention is the new little sims album no thank you very good not as good as um sometimes i might be introvert but i think given some more listens i think it easily could have topped a lot of these albums that i've already mentioned here but didn't really want to talk about it too much just because of i felt i needed some more time to kind of get a better grasp of my feelings for it so with that out out of the way i spent way too long doing that I'll probably cut it down maybe to just the names or something like that. I guess we'll see. But it's time to go on to my top five. So, number five. Danger Mouse and Blackfoot, Cheat Codes. This is a hip-hop album from legendary producer Danger Mouse. And obviously, extraordinary lyricist writer whatever rapper black fort from what is he in originally the roots i think um yeah obviously a combination of such a producer and such a uh, a rapper is almost guaranteed success um but this was an album that really it was it's fairly short if i recall correctly but the pairing of of these two um artists really I don't know it was hard to kind of look at this and say okay there's there were many albums better than this you know um the, obviously the more old school production heavily on sampling and I guess the one thing that kind of maybe stops it going higher is obviously it's probably purposeful but like there's no like big big hit songs or anything like that that kind of really scream at you to get stuck in your head or anything like that so but obviously that wouldn't have really fit on this type of album anyway so it's hard to hold that against it um it's i don't know it's just it's it's a weird one to talk about because i kind of i get the feeling of nostalgia because i'm a big mf doom fan and obviously his um, Danger Mouse collaboration was um, was amazing. It's just such a fun listen. So when um, Doom has his verse on Belize on this album, obviously other than the holding back the tears, it's just a, a very nostalgic listen for this type of sound. And it's just a, a thoroughly enjoyable listen that... I can't stop smiling when I do listen to it because it's just great. And as I said, I think I can't, from memory, it's a fairly short run time. So it's nice and easy to get through as well. Uh, number four. I think... Okay, I'm, I'm I'm doing a big switch up. Number four. J.I.D. The Forever Story. Another hip-hop album here. This is... 
if you've listened to it, then you know. But like JID, he's I guess he's like new age rapper, but like realistically, he's been in the game a while now. Because when did you had the um, uh, the Never? St- when, I can't remember when the Never Story came out, but that was I didn't hear it on release, but I think I heard it same year. That was amazing. And then DiCaprio Two was pretty good. I had the kind of a few big big hit songs or not, not big hit songs but you know what I mean like bangers that were made it really enjoyable to go back and listen to but it was kind of a little inconsistent kind of I guess I, it also felt like it kind of lacked the rawness of the um, the never story but I mean based on the, his previous work I was kind of really excited for this one and it did not disappoint it has it's, oh, it's just consistently amazing like from obviously JD is a performer constant flow switch ups and the production as well is obviously you know credit to a few of the producers I can't remember who actually worked on it probably Christo and I can't remember the rest but yeah it's just a a, a wonderful mix of sounds as well as doing some singing as well and like Cody Blue 31 Oh my god, the number wrong. But that track is just amazing, and then all the, even the singles like "Dance Now" and "Surround Sound" were just wow. They were just bangers, and the, even the starting track "Radar," obviously excluding the mini intro "One Galaxy," but the starting track "Radar" amazing, "Crack Sandwich" amazing, "Can't Punk Me" with Earth Gang amazing, "Cody Blue" thirty one incredible, Brad and M wasn't a big fan of that. It was, it was pretty good. Sister Nen, James Blake production. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah, just oh, incredible, incredible throughout this whole thing. Also, the Just In Time with Lil Wayne, those two going back and forward. I'm not a big Lil Wayne fan, don't like him really, but his, his feature on here, incredible, and they oh, just played off each other so well. This whole album is just banger after banger after banger. If you love a bit of hip-hop, some fast rapping maybe. Also some slower moments. Absolutely worth the listen. But it's it's not quite my favourite hip-hop album, unfortunately. Because of, as I was reading my list here, I decided that what I am, my favourite hip-hop album, which is going to be at number two, it was just, I don't know, we'll get to it. But unfortunately, the Forever Story is just just missing out on my favorite hip hop release of the year. But I'll get into it. Number three, we have Quadeca. I didn't mean to haunt you. Um, obviously, some people won't know the name Quadeca, YouTuber. Yeah, he he made some, uh, I guess, some questionable music in the past. He was labelled as a YouTube rapper for a long time, kind of making fast, fast, nonsensical rapping songs that were kind of meme and it was it was entertaining, but it wasn't kind of really thought thought provoking music. You know, it wasn't like true art really. But this new album, I. I I had a quick little look and tried to find what how others kind of defined it because I think um, using the correct genres will be helpful for those that haven't listened to this because they might they might not 
you probably won't care if you hear some of these descriptions but the best one i found was ambient pop and experimental hip-hop i think that kind of makes sense but this is a conceptual album from the perspective of someone that has died and they're trying to contact their alive family i think i'm pretty certain it's been done in other formats before in the other mediums but it was just a of the concept alone got me and then it's not one that i've really listened to in whole a lot but it's still i don't know it's just so meaningful and just emotional as i I wrote down here a true concept album emotionally powerful new and a unique listening experience so all of that just i don't know it's hard not to hard not to go and revisit this one I guess it I just had a little more emotional pull than some of the album, other albums I listened to this year, so it really boosted up because of that. So that brings me to number two, Loyal Kana, Hugo. From I just loved it first listen, and it's, it's as I just said with the Quadeca album, it's very emotionally charged. There's a lot of emotion behind every single song, and it's a short run time as well. And just the, the production on this thing was incredible. Like I don't know, I don't really know what to compare it to. I guess it felt it felt very grandiose, like the little Sindam from last year. It just felt there was just some oomph behind every single track. And as I said, short listening times, it was just so so easy to go back and listen to as well. And originally, I was I had this at four Quadeca at two Jadi at three but I kind of thought about it and I was like based on how much I've just listened to Hugo as a whole like realistically that should be that probably should be my number two just because I've listened to it so much and it's there's not much negative things I can say about it that makes me want to put it down more so therefore it's gonna it's gonna stay out the top it's just oh, wow love this album Okay, number one, Black Country New Road, Ants from Up There. This is, a, I've got it written down here as alt-rock, post-rock, indie folk, something, something like that. But just, uh, this was, when did I listen to this? Probably February, I think. No, might have been March. But it was, uh, really got me into listen to new completely new genres this year so I li- mostly listen to hip hop and it was the one on first listen I didn't I didn't really get but the more I listened to it just I don't know what it was it was like obviously the songwriting is all over the place but the build ups in all of these songs and especially the, f- the final three tracks of this album are easily it's probably my mate, one of my favorite like free track runs of all time in all the music. The highlights of this album are easily the final free tracks, but with that said, everything else before that is an incredible build up, and so much of it is great on its own. But like the, I don't know, it's it's just a, a different sound that I hadn't really heard before, and so beautiful and the the like the for example the final trap basketball shoes 
the final six minutes of that track wow like i can't really explain it it's uh, i remember after i listened to it the first few times i found a youtube video it was like the best six minutes of music you've ever heard in your life and it was the final six minutes of that track and i was like wow i kind of agree like it was just just so it was just so amazing with the build-ups and the huge crash at the end of just sound and just wow it was i don't know what else to say about i should have written more down about these but at the same time i'm not a proper music reviewer and i don't really know how to make music so i'm just gonna (laughs) speaking from i guess emotion here um but yeah that was easily my favorite album of the year i go back and listen to it very regularly um and then even even if i don't listen to the whole thing i just listen to like one of those last three tracks and it will just instantly lift my mood and i can just shut my eyes and put my good headphones on and just really really feel the music which is always such a wonderful experience if you can find something that really does that for you so i would highly recommend this album to any well not anyone (laughs) but if you like made this the idea of it then go check it out definitely but yeah definitely my number one album of the year it was the first thing i wrote down on this list i was like i'll do this this is my number one easy so yeah this is my number one um i was uh, thinking about maybe talking about films on here but based on the fact that i've been going 40 minutes already this is way too long so i'm probably gonna leave it there that's my kind of favorite music of the year as I have said at the very beginning, the idea of this is just like a filler <laughs> episode, just to kind of get something out there each week. So I want to do some wherever I'll do mu- more music discussion in the future or what. I don't know. I'll have to see once I edit this, see how it how it how it sounds. Whether I cut how much I cut this down to. Ideally, I want it to be fairly short, but I don't <laughs> I don't think that's the case, unfortunately, unless I really cut out a lot of my waffling, but. Um, we'll see regardless so anyway thank you very much for listening hopefully next week i'll have someone else on we'll go back to the usual kind of just shit talking just random waffle um but yeah it's just his son some of you like it i don't know i'm not really sure what to expect <laughs> i think the edit is really going to be the make or break for this one so yeah we'll see but anyway thank you very much for listening and if you like this kind of thing, I'm sure people let me know or whatever. But either way, thanks for listening. I'll see you on the next one.